Okay, so Be'ezus Hashem Yisbarach, we're jumping back into Kesar Shem Tov. We had a great start last week, Be'ezus Hashem. And the first three pieces, and now we're going to try to get through the next four pieces in the Sefer. All B'siyat Rishmai, a lot to cover. Little time, with Hashem's help, there's no Gavulim. We learned about that last night. Tatar Tzuruah, right? No, no Kalim. Okay, so let's jump into it. So we take a look at Kesar Shem Tov Dalid. And the Pasuk of Devarim says, Where there's a system of a hierarchy. And the Davar Kasha, something that's challenging, is brought to Moshe Rabbeinu B'chvoyed of Atzmai. Perish of Hashem what does this mean? Very deep. B'Shem Ramban, the Ramban says, that the Ramban wrote in a letter to his son, Sometimes in life, we encounter situations where it's not absolutely clear to us what the right thing to do is. Sometimes you can find Shulchan Aruch, Mishnah Bura, Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, something is clear, it's written, it's black on white. And other times you're really not sure what the right thing is. Sometimes you can't find exactly which halacha tells me what is right and what is wrong. And even if we do know what's right or wrong, it doesn't mean we always make the right choice. But sometimes we Pasha don't know. Eich say what to do. Kishi yesh b'yizrachim litzadeid Lekan ulekan. Person has some ways that he could be mitzadeh, one way, and other ways that he. It, it's clear to him that this is also a mahalach, right? Different options that exist. Or if a person wants to undertake something and he's not absolutely sure, is this a mitzvah? Is this something that's going to bring me closer to Hashem or chas v'shalom not? So he's saying, therefore, should he do this thing, or should he withhold from doing this thing? Says the Balshem Hadavar Sheyesh La Adam Hanami Menu Yechabinim Taraya Lahatara Isser Arkan. Because a person who's standing in front of two paths and he's not absolutely sure, it doesn't say in Allah, it's not clear which is the right one. If it's possible that one of them is more advantageous, is more pleasurable to him personally, so maybe he's going to have some kind of personal netia, like an ulterior motive, to want to choose one path over the other one, even if objectively, like from Hashem's perspective, maybe it's not the right thing he should be doing. And so things get a little bit muddy. It's not absolutely clear. Says the Baal Shem HaKadosh, Az kol, he says the first thing a person should do, and of course, like most words, it's a lot easier read or said than done. But the first thing he says, Az kol, is salik me'esik davar zehanas atzmecha. The first thing is to separate from this equation the pleasure that exists within either of these drachim or the covet that may or may not come to you from one of these drachim, meaning remove yourself from the picture. Because calls man that you're still in the picture, then it's tenuous, it's not clear. And then re-examine the paths. So meaning to say, be aware we should be aware when we have such a massive to be aware there may be makam for the ego right or for a personal investment in this experience so the first thing is really see to it okay i'm aware that that's possible removing that from the equation now let me look at it through clearer lenses and if a person does this, it sounds almost like beyond the pragmatic clarity that a person will get, it sounds like there's a special siyata deshmaya. If a person has a decision to make and a person's aware, I, I have a personal investment, I have a, an ego, I have a sense of self. 
And the person's able to be focused on that and to try the best that he can to remove that from the equation. It sounds like Hashem is helping the person. Oz Hashem is is coming into the person's life and granting him a sense of clarity. And then the person can make a decision and carry on with it. And by the way, just to clarify, this doesn't necessarily mean that always the right choice is the harder choice. It doesn't always mean that. It's not clear that that's always true. That all the time, if I have two choices in front of me, and the question is, what's the right thing for me to do? It's going to bring more Kvayt Shemaim of the world. It's not always true that the harder thing is the better thing. But on the contrary, in order to make the choice that's easy, like Ki'ilu, quote-unquote, easier for whatever reason, that might be the more correct choice to make, so then it really requires removing myself. And then still, if honestly, that's not the factor. The factor is, what is the, the best thing to do? It's going to bring Kvayt Shemaim into the world. Then the person refocuses on this decision, makes a confident choice, he says, no matter which of the two choices it is. Vaharaya, that what I'm saying is true, is that this piece would read differently if that wasn't the case. The Balsham would just say, always choose the, choose the harder choice. Right? Always choose the choice that's more difficult, or that's more uh, painful. That's not necessarily true. Sometimes taka, the right thing to do is to take it a little easy. And sometimes there is a matzav like that. Rabbi Nachman talks about two phases in Avodah Hashem, Ratzai and Shaiv. There's the phase of pushing, Shas Aliyah, everything's clear for the person, the person's able to sit long Siddharim, and this is what he's supposed to be doing, and that's fine. But the Rebbe says there comes time in a person's life what's called Shaiv. It's just, it's not happening today. And if we're being honest with ourselves, trying to carry on Avodah Hashem as if nothing was going on internally, it's not going to be good for us. It's, it's just not, it's not our Avodah now. Different people have different avoidas at different times. And sometimes Chazal say, Still to remain, obviously, within the realm of Kedusha, but maybe my connection this morning, I, I, I can't sit in the base magistrate today. It's, it's not, it's, it's not I, I can't, even if I push myself. A person can read Sipur Tzadikim. A person can sit with a friend and have a conversation about life. Again, within the realm of Kedusha, I'm not suggesting, uh, you know, mom is just, you know, heading to Buckingham Palace for the day. Right? Although there's maybe time for that also, not in the middle of, of learning time. But a person says there are many ways to connect. And a person has to be very in tune to know what's the right next step for me. And it takes a lot of Yishavadas. Now the Yitzhahara, of course, is going to use this reality to try to attack us and to try to convince us that every day we should be you know, doing, quote unquote, the easier thing. But that just because he does that, it doesn't mean that sometimes it's not taka the right thing. And so it takes a lot of yishavadas, a lot of knowing oneself. What's going to be best for me? What's going to be best for me in the long run, the big picture? Says the, says the Baal Shem, stop, try to remove yourself from the equation and see what's objectively clearer that this is the right thing. He says, it'll become clear to you. And then the say the you can walk with total confidence. And that's what the Pasuk is saying. Not just the matters that you find difficult, but it's referring to each and every one of us. The things in life that are hard for us. That you don't know what to do. Whether to go ahead and, and to do the thing or to withhold the thing. Says the Vashem, look deeply at the Pasuk. What's the next word? Hadavar asher yiksha 
Hasafik, the only reason that there's really a billable adas is no lid mikem, is because you're still in the picture. Mikem. That's why there's a hadavra shayiksha. It's hard for you. Shayesh pranaschem, because you're, you're, you're in the equation. Get, get that element out of the equation, that it's not about you, it's about kvayt shemaim, it's about revealing Hashem's presence in the world, it's about fostering a greater sense of awareness of Him in your life. And then what is the end of the Pasuk says? Takrivon Hashem says, leave your consideration, takrivon bring it to me. It's Hashem speaking. The main thing is l'shem shemaim. That's our consideration. Without any ulterior motive, or any personal satisfaction, then you should understand. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give us the clarity what to do. So this is an important thing in life. You have a difficulty, you're not sure what the right path is, this is step one. And then you have confidence choosing which choice becomes clear to you. That's Kesar Shem Tov Dalit. Let's take a look at Ois Hay. Very tragic Pasuk in Malachim Aleph referring to Shlomo Malachim Nashav Hitu Levavah. And many, many women, many wives, and they turned his heart astray. And the Pasuk goes on to say, it's, it's hard for us to understand. Shlomo Malach Tzadik, he built Bate Avedazarek, crazy things, right? Because he was influenced or whatever, on whatever level, whatever Madreka was speaking. Nashav Hitu Levavi. This is a little bit of a deep piece. Like I mentioned last week, these teachings are written somewhat cryptically and they are, you know, can be interpreted different ways. This is, this is one of them. So I'm just suggesting an interpretation, but that doesn't mean that this is the interpretation. Michal, nothing I say is the. It's just, we're just trying to learn it together. Suggesting. So he says, She'in l'chum shum teva b'tayra she'in seivu beiz mashmais. Yeah, that's exactly what he says here. There's no word in the Torah that does not contain two mashma'is, meaning everything can be interpreted differently. And it's true about this very teaching itself. But he's saying it's true about everything in the Torah. There's pshat, remez, jurush, Said. There are so many different ways of learning and analyzing and rashi tevis and saifi tevis and gematrias and remazim and, and, and pshatim. And the Torah is endless. Endless, endless, endless. Shubhinaz dechar v'nukva. But he says there's a male aspect of interpreting the Torah, and there's a female, a feminine aspect of interpreting the Torah. In context here, it seems that Dechar V'Nukva are referring to, in this sense, a positive way of, of, of interpreting the Torah, that's dechar, it's something that gives a person something. But chatz v'shalom, there's also nukva, right? Nukva is, in this sense, not, not doesn't mean anything about women or men, right? But in the spiritual sense, a nukva is the, the part that's mekabal, right? It's not the mashpia. The zachar is the mashpia. And the nukva is mekabal, and in that place of kalim, all kinds of different things can, can be mixed in. It's an aspect of gvura, concealment, din. And that's what Chazal tell us, Zacha Nasa Leisam Chaim, Zacha Nasa Samavis, right? That we have to be Zacha to an experience of Torah that gives us life. Chas Shalom, there are many ways of reading certain Chazals that can lead to terrible Shviras of one kind or another. You have to know how to read Chazal in an appropriate way, in a way that's relevant. Dechar V'Nukva. Im Kain says the Baal a very deep thing. We know that the Torah is not just the Torah. The Torah doesn't just mean Chamishu Chamshatayra and Nevi'im and Ksuvim and 
you know, Bavli, Yerushalmi, Midrashim, Ari, Zayar. The Torah is the world. The whole world, not like just the physical creation. Everything in the world is the Torah. Everything, everything, everything. Istakal ba'iraisa, Hashem looked in the Torah, bara alma, he embedded the letters of the Torah into creation. Memela says the Baal Shem, if it's true about the Torah, that the Torah has these two different elements, it depends how you want to look at it. There is nothing in the created world, that's not going to have everything in it. And it's a mamish up to our interpretation. How are we learning the world? How are we learning the sugya of the human condition? And it's up to us how we want to interpret circumstances. And it's mamish up to us. We talked last week a little bit about subjectivity. subjectivity. Right? We spoke just a little bit. It's next week's parsha, But parsha Shlach is an excellent example. We don't have so much time not to go into this. But the Me'ashilach brings it so clear. He says, Mamash, all of us are like the Miraglim. What did the Miraglim do? They go to Eretz Yisrael. They come back fetching. Oh, it's a land where everybody dies. Yishaita. Why did everybody die? Because the Kodesh Baruch loves you so much that he made that they should be preoccupied. And they interpreted that, that a Kodesh Baruch was sending us to a place where everyone dies. When it was punkt fakert, says the Me'ashilach, all of us do this all the time. We just don't have the right perspective. We don't necessarily know how to look at things. And the world can be whatever we make it. It can mamish be whatever we make it out to be because the world really depends on our interpretation. It's like a dream. And that's how, without getting into the whole depth of this now, we have two people who can see the world in two completely different ways and in a sense, both are right. In a sense, both are right. Because to this one that interprets everything negatively, taka, like things are, things are not going to go right in his life. But the person that's a positive person, that's seeing the depth in everything, grapples with reality because reality can be difficult sometimes, but knows how to look at things with a deeper perspective. Life is, life is more beautiful. Life will be more beautiful for such a person. Says the Baal Shem, the Bechira is given over into our hands. is to turn this world to wherever we want to direct our experience of reality. Lakach says the Baal Shem, this is the deeper pshat. Nashav hitu levavai. Nashav means a bechind of nukva, the feminine aspect, din, concealment, not the mashpia, which is an aspect of chesed. Nashav hitu levavai. He reads the Pasuk right from the back to the front. His lave, hitu, it turned the world in, in the direction of nashav, right? In the direction of the, of the din of the world, of the concealment of the world. Because the male is the aspect of chesed, is mashpia. And it's up to us. Do we want to see Hashem's chesed in the world? In all the giants dying and burying their dead? Or chas v'shalom, we want to see the opposite. And it's up to us. Where is our leif? So he says, in this context, nashav hitu levavav. But he's reading it, right? Levavav hitu nashav, right? His leif turned the whole world in the direction of the aspect of din. The aspect of din. Strong message. Okay. Aisvav is very linked to this. Me'abal Shemtev. Zechariah Nevracha. Yifkaid Hashem Ish Asher Yitzieim Asher Yivien. Hakadosh Baruch Hu, or Moshe Rabbeinu is asking Hakadosh Baruch Hu to appoint somebody, Yeshua, after him, who's going to guide Am Yisrael Asher Yitzieim Asher Yivien. 
who's going to bring them out and who's going to bring them in. What does this mean, bring them out and bring them in? Says the Baal Shem, it's not just a reference to Yeshua. It's a reference to all leaders of Am Yisrael, to all tzaddikim, and to the tzaddik that we have inside of us. He says, Ki Roish Hadar, the leader of the generation, Yachal Laha'alais Kol Hadibur Ma'asipurim Shal Anshei Dairei, Lekashra Gashmi Buruchni. They're able to look around the world and their generation, see what's going on. Even maybe listen to the news from time to time. Be aware of current events, different things that are happening, conversations, developments technologically. Just what's happening at their time during their age. And the tzaddikim are able to hear from all of these sipurim very spiritual messaging. They're able, again, and this is the opposite of Nashav Hitu Luvava, we could say, you know, the men, Hitu Luvava, like toward the element of Chesed, they're able to see that everything, everything is Hashem is sending messages. Hashem is speaking to us through the circumstances of our life, and their job is like Kashra Agashmi Baruchni. That's what it means to be a tzaddik. A tzaddik, the Zarah Kadesh says, what's the definition of a tzaddik? Manda Achid Bishmayo Va'ara. The tzaddik brings heaven and earth together. That's the definition of a tzaddik. The tzaddik is the perfected human being. And the human being, uniquely among all the creatures of the world, walks upright like the letter Vav. So Vav is always a connector in grammar. Moshe ve'are. It binds two words together. And our Vav of our body binds two worlds together. Shemaim and Aretz. We stand positioned in between Shemaim and Aretz, like Yaakov Avinu's ladder, right? One ha- half of it, one part of it is Mamash Mutz of Aretz is on the ground, but the top part of it, Baroshai, is Magia HaShamayim. And that's our job to bridge heaven and earth. That's what it means. We say in the Pasuk in the morning, without getting into the depth of this now, but Kichol is a reference to the Tzaddik, because it's Gematria Yisoid. And the Pasuk says, Tzaddik Yisoid Oilam. Tzaddik is connected to the meat of Yisoid. Kichal is Yisoid, is the tzaddik, Bashamayim Uva'art. That's the job of the tzaddik. Deeper, the tzaddik is, in the form of a person, what the Beis Hamikdash is in the element of space, and what Shabbos Kodesh is in the element of time. All these three things are bound together. What is the mission of these three holy elements, the tzaddik, the Beis Hamikdash, and Shabbos? The same thing, is to give us a glimpse of heaven while in this world. That's what the Beis HaMikdash was. It was the neck. It, it binded, we learned Shavuos night, heaven and, heaven and earth, right? The Shemaim and the Aretz. That was the Beis HaMikdash. And of course, that's what Shabbos is. It's the Yom Aliyah it's the, it's the Yom Adinishmas. It's the day of the soul. And the ultimate concentrated element of these three elements is that the pinnacle of the Tzaddik is the Kohen Gadol. The pinnacle of the Beis HaMikdash is... The Kodesh Gadash, the pinnacle of Shabbos, what's, what day is called Shabbos Shabbosai? Yom Kippur. When the Kain Gadal goes into the Kodesh Gadashim on Yom Kippur, it's the elements of time, space, and the person coming together as one. It's incredible, incredible energy. And Mamash, we can say the name Yudke Vavke out, Pepemale, right? The Kain Gadal says the name on that day, because it's, it's clear to them that there's a, there's a God in the world. That's the job of a tzaddik, to bind the world of Gashmias together with the world of Ruchnias. 
Kemoi, and he makes a reference to the Gemara Hanotre Batchi, like the two jesters that Eliyahu Navi says, ah, these two people are Ben Olam Haba. Ben Olam Haba, these two jesters. Why? Because they weren't talking Torah the whole day. They were called Batchina, they were making jokes. But the jokes that they were making were Mamish and Avoida. So much so that because of these jokes, they, they're, they're, they're B'nai Olam Haba, because they were Pikchim, they were Tzadikim. They knew how to talk about Olam Hazeh, but in so doing, they took people out of their, out of their klipa, out of their gashmis, out of their shell. They were able to remind people that everything's a joke. That was the joke, that was the jest of the, of the, of the Hani Badchi. They were walking in the shuk and they were telling people, this is, this is not what life is about. And people that were so in the in the at the bilbal adas of thinking that like these problems are actually problems, and and they're walking around the shuk and they're, they're dealing with finances, machlekes, and, and pettiness and smallness, and mekach memchar, and these hani badchi, they weren't like hanging out by the mikvah. I'm sure that maybe they that was like stopped there on the way, I don't, I don't know on the way home, but they were in the shuk, and that means to say that they were reminding people, don't take life so seriously, don't take life so seriously. And this was the big joke. And they opened people's eyes and they gave people emunah and they made people smile. Says the Baal Shem, that's the job of a tzaddik. And it goes very well with the previous piece because it's up to us how to interpret the world. The way that the tzaddikim saw the world, mashu acher. Mashu acher. The Pasuk says that we say in Ashrei three times a day, twice a day, we say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, three times, Yes, yes, three times, exactly. <laughs> right? So, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Pasuk says, Eine Hashem El Tzadikim. How do you read these words on a simple level? Eine Hashem El Tzadikim. What's the taich? Hashem looks. For the Tzadikim. And that's what it means. That's the simple understanding. But a number of the Tzadikim, Rabbi Nachman and others say that it means something else. It means deeper. Which all of this, as you can already tell, is an exercise in reading Pesukim in a deeper way. And not just taking things at face value. Messages, deep messages. It says, Eini Hashem al-Tzadikim doesn't just mean that Hashem looks toward the Tzadikim. It means that the Tzadikim look at the world with godly eyes. Eini Hashem al-Tzadikim. The Tzadikim have godly eyes. Godly eyes are given to Tzadikim. What does it mean, godly eyes? They're able to see deeper. They're able to find the messages of a Kodesh Baruch in Gashmas. Kedua, without getting to the depth of this now, so a few minutes left. Rav Akayin Lublin, in a number of places, in Pritzadik, Parshas Balak, and his dresses on Pesach, Islamid, there, Rav brings a story. It's uncharacteristic. And the story is the story of the Rebbe Malach and the Rebbe Zusha. And they spent the whole day, they were almost doing their Avedis in the forest for hours and hours and hours. And they were coming out of the forest because they saw that the sun was setting, it was time to daven mincha. And they were late because they were still pretty distant from the, from the village. And they were in a rush and they're coming to the end of the village and they're on their way. And right as they come out of the clearing at the edge of the forest, a wagon comes careening, mamish at top speed around the corner. And in front of them, it smashes into a rock. The wheel breaks. The whole wagon tips over and all the merchandise that this wagon was carrying, which happened to be called hay, not just in our language, but in their vernacular also, I guess Ukrainian, it was spilled all over the floor. So all over the floor is the tons and tons of piled up hay is strewn all over the floor, all the bundles. And the peasant comes out, and I'm sure his language was very colorful. He's not happy. 
and he's yelling and screaming and, and whatever. And all of a sudden, out of the corner of his eye, he sees these two people emerging from the forest. He runs over to them. He says, hey, hey. He says, he says can you please um, help me put back the hay? And, um, and the Rabbi Meilich says, it was Mama Shnot. he says, hey, we can't. He says, we can't. We're, we're running. We're in a big rush for a meeting. We can't. And he says, please, I'm begging you. Help me put the hay. And her, her says, I'm so sorry we can't. And then Imamish starts yelling. And he says, he yells, he says, it's not that you can't put back the hay. You don't even want to put back the hay. You don't want to put back the hay. And the Rebbe Rebzusha starts crying. So they carry on walking. The Rebbe Malik turns to Rebbe Rebzusha. He says, what are you, are you crying about? You're shaken by a, this person. So the Rebbe Rebzusha says, I don't understand. You didn't hear what he said? He says, the Zara Kadosh says that tshuva is really two words. It's not just tshuva means to return. It's tashuv hey. Tashuv hey, to return the last letter hey of yudke vavke back to its place. The last letter hey is this world. And the question is, are we taking this world and looking at it as just a world? Or mamish part of Hashem's name? And doing tshuva means to take the, that hey and to put it back. He says, don't you hear what he said? He says, it's not that we can't put back the hey of yudke vavke. Sometimes we don't even want to. Don't even have the ratzah. This, this was the tzaddik, right? The Rebbe Zusha knows how to listen to the world, how to hear the messages of HaKadosh Baruch Hu coming clear through the world. And this is the Indian of what Rebbe Tzaddik calls the Pia Asain, which was created by Nashmash, this time, Erev Shabbos, a little bit later, right? That he says, it wasn't just the Pia Asain, what Bilam's donkey spoke. Hashem needed, he makes tons of nisim all the time. Hashem couldn't make that. The, so he says, that's not what Pia Asain means. Pia Asain means... When from all the, the donkeys of the, of the world, right? And not just people, all this physical world is speaking to us, is sending us messages. That's, that's the Pia Asain that Hashem created. The, the ability to realize that it's a Shabbos to give out, to see the Neshama of the world coming, coming through. Okay, so for the last minute, let's take a look at the last ice. It should be Zion, it should be seven. And he says over here, I'm not sure if it's a Chazal or if it's a Pasuk because there's no reference here. I'm not sure. Pashas, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, either a Pasuk or a Mamer Chazal. And he says, Mishu chacham leiv yikach mitzvahs. I have to look this up. I'm not sure. If some of the Chavar know. Do you, do you know if you're familiar with this? It's a Pasuk or a Mamer Chazal? Huh? It's a Chazal. Yeah? Mishu chacham... Is it mitzvahs? He's going to say mitzvahs. Maybe that's the drasha. Yeah, that's the drasha. Right, right. Al tach mitzena. Right. Okay, so we have to look this up. But he says, Mishu chacham lev yikach mitzvahs. He says, mitzvahs is plural. Pirish. What does it mean? Like kasher, maisa ha mitzvah, sa oisha shenikra mitzvah tata. He says, there are two chalakam of a mitzvah. There are two aspects of a mitzvah. It's not so simple. You put on tefillin. What does that mean? Which part of tefillin did you put on? And I don't just mean tefillin shayyata, tefillin shayyata. He says, the actual physical putting on of tefillin, he says, it's called mitzvah tata. We did the physical action of a mitzvah. And we fulfilled the mitzvah, got to check. But he says there's an element that's called mitzvah yoyna, mitzvah ilah. And our job, he says, is to bind the lower mitzvah together with the higher mitzvah. Meaning, liyachida el mitzvah el yoyna shiyamachshava mitzvah. To go ahead and to have kavana when we're doing the mitzvahs, to be consciously awake, aware of what it is that we're doing. Can't get distracted when you're doing a mitzvah. It's kavana. 
right? To talk to someone next to you in the middle of davening, it's a mamish, like it's not, there shouldn't be anyone, not, like it's not, it's, I'm, I'm involved in, an, in a spiritual avoid. That's, it's like, it's, it's a whole different world. Kavana, machshavas, a person's wrapped up in avoid, there's no other person. It's me and HaKadosh Baruch and the Cheder Yichud, there's no one to talk to. Mamish, even in the holiest, holiest things, nobody else exists. I'm wrapped up in an avoid now. Machshava kavana shalom mitzvah. He says that's called mitzvah ilah, and our job is to bind the mitzvah tata, the lower aspect of the mitzvah, which is the ma'isa gashmi of the mitzvah, together with the with the mitzvah aliyana, with the mitzvah with the mitzvah ilah kavana shalom mitzvah. He says this is the deeper mitzvah. This is the deeper meaning in this in this ma'ira um, chazal or in this pasuk or whatever it is, whatever it is. Just just so shut the door. It's okay. We can just. Just another minute. He has a strong kasha. A person goes to do a mitzvah. We should say, Mitzvah, right? sanctified us with mitzvah zu, let's say, right? is already plural. Why plural, says the Valshem? Because even in a single mitzvah, there's an element of plurality. Because there's the mitzvah tachtayna, and there's the mitzvah liyayna. There's a lower mitzvah and a higher mitzvah. And our job is, and that's why it goes back to this, I guess it's a chazal, you have to look it up, or ask the Rav, Mishu chacham levi, says yikach mitzvahs. What's the chachma? What's chachmas lev when you engage in Yiddishkeit? Don't just take mitzvah, take mitzvahs. Meaning, in every mitzvah, find that Shekadishanu bin mitzvah to bind the higher mitzvah with the lower mitzvah. That's a Dabar Shalim. Shibizachat to all of this, a lot here. <laughs> like, there's small little teachings. You should take it with you the whole Shabbos.